listening to Sports Radio Detroit. Hello and welcome back to Grave Discussions, your all-in-one horror podcast. I am Barnabas. And I am Samael. Welcome to this week's episode. This is episode 27, Thoughts and Prayers. And they're always with you. (laughs) I'll I'll, I'll keep you in my thoughts. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know about the other thing. Yeah. But you know who was praying? Were the nuns in the nun? They were praying for their fucking lives. Yeah. And then they, they spoiler alert, they weren't even there. Whoa. <laughs> what? Well, but we're gonna give our uh, review of the nun in this episode. This one just came out over the weekend, and yes. it's been going around everywhere, obviously, due to the just you know popularity and success of the Conjuring franchise. Exactly. I've been seeing like really really mixed reviews like online yeah. and like the horror groups like people are either totally for it or like completely against it yeah <laughs> and there's like five people that are like well, you know well it was okay it wasn't right. it wasn't supposed to be something great yeah. or like fucking captivating you know yeah i mean yeah i don't know what people were expecting really but we're gonna get into all of that before we do though uh as always we wanted to give a shout out to our host sports radio detroit Woo-hoo! You guys are awesome, and they have a lot of other awesome shows as well as Grave Discussions. So you can go check them out on all of their social media. And what do they have, Sam? They have a Instagram. They have a Facebook. And I believe they have a Twitter? Yes. They have a Twitter. Yep. So Everyone's tweeting. Yeah. Everyone. It's 2018. I still personally don't use one. I don't, like, use a personal one, but I use one for the show obviously oh yeah yeah. oh yeah i I check out the one for the show all the time i just go on there i'm like that's us and then i (laughs) yeah that's actually relevant like if you're not kind of tweeting constantly it just doesn't make any sense but anyway (laughs) yeah that's how we came into contact with uh who do we come into contact with oh the uh writer from summer of 84 oh yeah yeah yeah. no there are a lot of a lot of people on there that are very active and we appreciate that the film community and especially the horror community is so active on on Twitter, but yeah, go check out Sports Radio Detroit. Just search for them, and uh, they're on Podbean, all the platforms. They're on iTunes as well. Yep. Yeah, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. So a lot of us are on that. Spotify now. Yep. It's going on. It's crazy. <laughs> right. It's too much. Yeah. No, we're on a lot of platforms. I'm, I'm too. Overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah. We'll tell you guys how to get in touch with us on all those platforms a little later on. But right now, we're gonna start with the news as always. And this week, uh, there's been some stuff going on oh man this is what a lot of people are like bitching about this but when i saw this i was like yes if anyone's gonna even touch that fucking classic one of the goats goatiest goat slashers of all time it better be none other than director of get out jordan peele yep so jordan peele's in talks to revive Candyman of all franchises and it's it's been a long time it's been like 20 years since we've had Candyman. And, uh, yeah, if anything, I think Jordan Peele makes complete sense. Uh, he's right now, he's in talks to produce it. So, but I hope he directs cause I think it would be perfect because the first film obviously had a lot of social commentary, you know, about race and, and poverty and wealth and urban legends and all that kind of stuff. And I think if there, if there's any kind of like socially conscious black filmmaker, in the industry Jordan, right now is Jordan yeah, Peele, like Jordan. most prominently, you know. So because Get Out was really good, and now yeah. like he's he's rebuilding a classic that I don't care who you are. If you mm-hmm. were born 1980 to like the present, you went to your mirror, you've been like Candyman, 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 Candyman. <laughs> yeah. Is he gonna come? I don't know. Yeah. And now he hasn't been talked about for so long, and like he yeah. said, it's time to bring him back to life. People are gonna start Maybe. talking about Candyman again. Just like he said in the original, and they're gonna bring back the legend. Yeah, I think he's gonna do a great job. I really Me hope. Too. I really hope uh, Tony Todd. He's in here. Is he in here? Uh, no, they haven't confirmed anything. I think it would be weird to not have Tony Todd. Yeah, in it, but at the fu- same time, like, because Hollywood fucked up casting that new Freddy. Yeah, 
But I guess they want to give other people a chance. Yeah, I liked the actor. The character was just all wrong. And I don't know what they're going to do with this one. Because I think in the original story, it's like not a son of a slave. Like, it's not a black guy or, or something. But really? I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'd like to look like more into that. But anyway, that's some exciting news. Uh, right now, it's like just in the works. So there's no confirmation on whether Jordan Peele is going to be involved with it. But hopefully. Uh, next up. We have some news about the New Mutants movie. Now, the New Mutants is actually from Marvel X-Men. It's like they have their own group. I think they're like young mutants or something like that. But the this film is supposed to actually be more of like a horror movie. Oh, really? Because, yeah, because they're like, they're mutants, but they're like trapped in some kind of facility or something like that. And they're trying to get out. So it's kind of like, it's supposed to be like, kind of like a psychological horror but with superhero elements. I don't know. It sounds interesting, but... Um, sounds like some Lucifer TV show shit. Yeah. Like there's but apparently... Uh, apparently, the uh, <laughs> the movie was supposed to be more superhero-based, but they're going to now be making it more horror. They're going to be going through some reshoots, and the film was supposed to come out this year, and now it's going to be coming out next year. So August 2nd, 2019, actually. But, yeah. I, I can wait. <laughs> yeah. But maybe when it comes, okay with it. maybe when it comes around next year, I'll be like, yeah, fuck yeah. it, let's go see. I, I'm, I'm sure we're gonna go see this. Yeah, I mean, the initial trailer did look pretty cool to me, and they tried to pass it off as horror. But now, apparently, from star Anya Taylor Joy, uh, who plays Magic, uh, she's okay with it because now the film is gonna be as it was intended to be, as a horror movie. So I'm kind of pumped about it. I mean, I'm a big X Men fan, and um, I've been wanting to see this, so I'm glad they're making it like more relevant to horror. Yeah, and then that's pretty cool of them. I mean, yeah, because there's been a lot of superhero movies lately, yeah. and I'm kind of sick of the. Yeah. That's, yeah, they definitely need like something different. That's why when like Deadpool comes out, it's kind of a breath of fresh air because it's like rated R. He just says like fucking shit and dick and stuff like that, you know? Yeah, and, like kills people mercilessly. I, I, I swear, after like I swear, it seems like after Transformers, like mm. everyone wanted to be like Michael Bay. Yeah. explosions everywhere. Fucking. A. I mean, it kind of makes sense for superhero stuff, but we we need something different. That's why, at least in horror why i love it is because it's so creative like you can literally always do something I mean, when different. you think about it you could take uh, christopher nolan's joker and make that into a horror movie if you yeah. like direct the prequel to it that might be what the new joker movie is kind of going to be i don't know but that's that's pretty dope yeah but so, uh so uh what's what's new with our uh, our, our favorite streaming service oh, bro yeah. shutter what's new so uh just announced they're going to be doing something really cool for halloween they're going to be releasing new content every week not even just in october starting like september something september 10th or something like that so i think it's already begun but every week they're going to be releasing a bunch of movies including the summer of 84 really this is yes. going to be on shutter yep now we don't have to buy it to watch it again yeah because i there was, it was it was impossible to find it on know. any streaming service to buy besides comcast initially yeah. so you had to like rent it Honestly, that's that's my favorite so far horror movies. Yeah, so. I, I agree. So they're gonna have Summer of '84, which we talked about and we Ooh, loved. Hell House Two. Yep, Hell House Two. That's a new one actually. It's coming out. The new season Look, of uh, Channel Zero. This is interesting. Witch in the Window. That sounds fucking great. We talked about that. We saw the trailer for that on uh, an earlier episode. Oh yeah, you might not yeah. remember it, but I I, I pretty I kind of remember it. It looked interesting. My like, mind is atmosphere. And they're gonna have Halloween, Halloween Four or Five. Mm-hmm. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and a bunch of Alfred Hitchcock. Yep. The the Hitchcock I'm particularly excited about as well. But Yeah, because I have yeah. every Halloween movie. Mm-hmm. And then also, uh, if you've heard of the movie Revenge, it's a Shudder original. It's actually gotten a lot of praise. That one's coming out uh, actually September 13th, so tomorrow. Oh, wow. Should be coming out. Yep. So Ra- Razor some, Sharp, Venomish, Feminist, a version of the yeah. Revenge Shudder. Oof. Yeah. It's one of those, but apparently it's apparently it's different and good, so I, I have to check it out. But um, yeah, so if you have Shutter, which why don't you? Then I hope you're excited for that bit of news. All new movies coming out every week leading up to Halloween Day or night, rather. That's so, dope. Yep. Um, and then we've got a couple trailer announcements. This one is actually releasing today. 
Um, I'm not particularly interested in it, but American Me Horror either. Story Apocalypse has a new trailer out. Honestly, after the uh, the season with the nuns, that's like the only season I liked. Wasn't that the... Uh, the second season. Oh, yeah. I gave up after the witch one. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't like a huge fan of that one, but... After seeing like Emma Roberts get like roofied and raped the first yeah, episode, I was that. like, I don't like shit like this, and I just clicked it off. Yeah. But I know that there are a lot of fans of the show, so... If you are, then today, technically Wednesday, is uh, the release of the show, but there's a trailer out if you just want to check that out before you see the show. Uh, The next movie that's coming out is called Extremity. Yep, This one uh, is coming out September 17th, and it actually looks pretty cool. I forget who it's it's by, but uh, there's a pretty pretty good uh, director attached to this one. And the trailer looks pretty interesting. So uh, go check out the trailer and be on the lookout for the movie releasing next week. And then the final trailer is about a uh, British movie called Possum. Now, oh God. I kind of saw something about this on Facebook a little while ago, but the trailer uh, has officially dropped. It's coming out in, th- in theaters in the UK October 26th. So hopefully there will be an international release soon after that. But uh, the movie is about... A puppeteer who goes back to like visit his hometown and to see his father and basically just a bunch of really weird shit happens it's like a psychological kind of thing so october 26th is when that one comes out in the uk the premise of that seems interesting in itself i might might need to check that out honestly like uh, a lot of the visuals in the trailer look pretty disturbing so yeah, I, w- I would be on the lookout for that one for sure. October 26th. Yep. See, how come, like, I hear of some shit like, uh, like the one we just talked about, the New Mutants, August 2019, and it's like, cool. And then when you yeah, actually want to see something, possum, October 26th. Now yeah. I gotta, waiting a month for a movie that you, like, really want to really see, see yeah. is, like, so much worse than, like, waiting for a movie that you're kind of. It's just, just like, about. It's it's just like so, Halloween. Yeah. Yeah, I'm seriously like I, I'm having heart palpitations. Just I just wake up every morning. The first thing I think about is, <laughs> damn. I hope I don't die before I see the next Michael Myers movie. Right. I can die in peace after. I feel you. I've been waiting for this for yeah over over. Was it been 11 years since Rob Zombie? Mm-hmm. God. I know it's the longest fucking time. But uh, we're gonna move on now. Lay back in your graves and be prepared for the cult corner all right this week's cult corner is featuring an absolute classic no doubt one of the best demon movies and which one is it night of the demons oh man so much memories with this i remember walking into the video store Mm -hmm. i just walked past all the friday movies i went to end it's like and then i saw night of the demons it's like Angela's having a party and Jason and Freddy are too scared to come. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that was cool. Oh, oh, we gotta see what this one you're about. Yeah. I was like six years old when I discovered this. Because you know that, like, when you see a movie call out another movie, especially like Nightmare on Elm Street or Friday the 13th, and say that it's like scarier or better, as like a kid, you're like, what? No way. Yeah. Like, do nothing better than Freddy. Yeah, Freddy's the best ever. He can kill. Uh, he don't even yeah. have to be in real life. Like, <laughs> and then and then you watch Night of the Demons, and this bitch like puts a lip, a whole ass lipstick into her nipple, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, that that was the greatest part of the movie. This blonde chick, yeah. like, she's smearing lipstick all over her face because she's like, she's a demon. She's possessed. Yeah. She just takes the whole lipstick majigger shoves it into her nipple i mean you could tell her titties were fake but yeah it was great though it was hilarious it, it was like it was i don't know it was just like shocking kind of when i first saw it i was like are they really showing this you know? yeah when i was a kid i didn't know what the fuck i was watching yeah because it's just weird like it's not something that you would think about even like a demon doing but they're just weird it's demons. weird how that blonde chick was the first one to get possessed but then angela mm-hmm. was like the main like the leader yeah, it's probably because she looked the gothiest. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> the demons were like, oh, yeah, I want her. You know? She she looks scary without us as it is. Like, yeah, right. She kind of did. Her hair was like... This also has the cult classic uh, 
Angela spazzing out dance moment to Stigmata Martyr by Bauhaus. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. Like it was so. You know what? Just, I think that was the first time I had a boner when I was a kid when I saw. <laughs> you know what just bothered me about it? Seeing it like a few days ago though was just how like long it was. Yeah, I was it was like Jesus. Yeah, the dance was a lot longer than I had expected it would be. Mm-hmm. But then again, that Stigmata Martyr song—it's not that lo- that long, but like. Like, the second half of the song is them just screaming backwards Latin, you know? Yeah. So, like, and it drags on forever. She it was really just does, yeah. doing the dance to that, like, guitar, guitar string scratching, like, like, yeah. And she was just doing, like, those fucking, I don't know, those witch moves. Yeah, it was just a very, like, odd movie. It was unsettling, Honestly, like, the, like yeah, the end of Sleepaway Camp. Like, Yeah, it, like, was, it was unsettling in its weirdness. Sleepaway Camp was, like... A little bit more shock value, I feel like, but yeah, because little girl had yeah. <laughs> but Night of the Demons, it was just like it started off as like what the fuck is happening, and then eventually get into the movie, and you're like, well, that's not the weirdest thing I've seen you so know, far. You know what so, I really like? They 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 used the same demon voice for every person that yeah. that was a demon. It was great. I don't know, like this is one of my all time favorite horror movies. Like it's in my top yeah. ten, maybe not top five, I mean, but the, definitely top ten. Maybe not like the the chest thing that uh suzanne i think it was had but uh, overall the the practical effects were great yeah i really liked it and like it's classic 80s practical effects Mm -hmm. like there's no fucking i don't think it had cgi whatsoever i just want to figure out how they made angela float through the fucking air like i'm, I'm telling you they definitely had a segue mo- mobile down she there. had a segue bro, the 80s, they didn't have segways they had segways Did bro. They really? i don't know. i don't know probably she probably had like a fucking scooter <laughs> I don't fucking know. Well, I mean, there's like, there's like mechanical dollies and stuff that they use for all kinds of stuff, but and they probably have one, just like custom built to make her like float. Yeah, probably. You, you know how you, you know how in like the WWE games, the legends they come out in that like ring and it just, the ring just like rolls yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, okay. It, it's gotta be some shit like that. It's just like yeah, a little yeah. platform with or, wheels or something. There's probably some tracks on the floor too or something. Yeah, or like they're pulling it with string. They, they do that show. I time. really like the premise of this movie and like the mm-hmm. setting. So it was like late '80s. Everyone's still like metal, rock and rollish, yeah, punky. And in the '80s, you know, you didn't text through Facebook. Come to the party. There was 500, you know, drunk people trying to fight. It was just like a small thing, like eight people getting mm-hmm. drunk, no cell phones. Halloween night. Let's conjure up some demons. Yeah. How, what could go wrong? You know. Well, weren't they weren't, weren't they originally supposed to have a bunch of people at the party or no? No, no, Angela oh, just yeah, invited. she roped them in. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then Sal showed up and he wasn't even invited. I think in the remake, though, they had like a whole last party of people, didn't they? Yeah, it was like... That was like a weird 100. difference. I, I didn't like that one. Yeah, I didn't either. But we're not going to we're not gonna talk about the remake, but it was it was way inferior. I also thought... Uh, I really liked the score to this movie and mm. like the classic uh, demon coming through the hallway scene. That's where it first yeah. started. When <laughs> <laughs> it was just like floating Angela, but this time they didn't show like... You know, Angela coming down the hallway. It was just mm-hmm. the voice, like that Evil Dead perspective. And I think this movie was, yeah, was cool. heavily inspired by Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. They just, I think it was just supposed, to, just like Zombie was to like Dawn of the Dead. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like Night of the Demons is to Evil Dead. Yeah, uh, I think I think that's what it is. Or de- Demons itself too. You know, like yeah, yeah. We just I needed so. like something like probably after Demons came out. I'm pretty sure Demons was before this, but. Yeah, it was. I'm pretty, yeah. pretty sure after that, they are like, we got to take this, and we got to make it American. Like, yeah. And I was just a bunch of douchebags at a house. Just put it in a haunted house. Instead of a bunch of, like, fancy people at a theater, I was just, yeah. like, a bunch of douchebags. Like, mm, but, I mean, yeah, there are similarities. Drunk. <laughs> oh, yeah. There are similarities, though, With for the sure. demons, with the kills, like, yeah. the, the gruesomeness of the kills. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't like that one off-death screen, though. I forgot uh, who, who, who died off-screen. I think it was uh, Helen, remember? She just showed up dead mm-hmm. on top of the car. Oh yeah, I when so. uh, I forgot who was in the car, Roger. Yeah, Roger was in the car. But uh, yeah, overall, I I really liked the the atmosphere of this mm-hmm. movie too, because it was like just yeah. And I and you know what else I like too, I it, I just I think it like never really skipped a beat. You know, like it was it was going like the whole movie. It was just action. You know, yeah, and interesting like. parts. Like there was no fillers. Basically, what I'm trying to say. And there was a lot of you great <laughs> great jokes too. Yeah, it was, it was humorous it was and like had so many cheesy moments but like mm. this is one of my go-to movies to watch on halloween night oh yeah like i know we've been talking about a lot of movies and like we got at least a good 10 of that are our go-to but this one like i don't know like demons is you know demons is cool you know and mm. so it like evil dead is like amazing 
Night of the Demons though, it's like a different kind of yeah, different kind of film for me. Like I view Evil Dead as like the goat of like these demonic movies, mm-hmm. but then I view Night of the Demons as uh, of like the soup like the super cheese. You know, like I think Night of the Demons like takes it because like it's super wacky. Like they're always just like they'll run from d- away from these demons, then they'll stop, they'll pause for a little bit, yeah, and then they'll just be like, well, what do we do? How about we try to get out? No, let's go in this room and climb into the oven. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. you remember that shit? Yeah, I do. Yeah, that was that was weird, but uh, I agree, man. And I like that it was like a just oh an overnight thing. It wasn't like a movie right. or like two weeks later or eighteen months later. Yeah, it was, the next it was day. like like we always talk about. Like it was very isolated I film. These, I love those because they're movies. trapped in the house. Yeah, and they have to like figure out what to do while they're being chased down by monsters. A lot of them know? could have uh, survived if they had just not been so goddamn stupid. Like yeah, they were pretty. They were pretty stupid. I gotta I gotta say, but I don't think it would have been the same movie yeah, if they were smart. You know. Yeah, I think that's what makes this movie great. I think it's. I wouldn't say it's a pioneer. But this is definitely one of the kingpins of mm. 80s horror, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's it's very Halloween-y for sure. Like, that's what I think makes stand, you know makes it stand out from, like, Evil Dead or yeah, Demons. Yeah, the Halloween spirit. Yeah, the Halloween spirit and, like, the themes are just all there, you know? And this was, like, such a... I mean, it was kind of cliched, like, well, you know, you shouldn't probably go to a, a haunted house and try to summon demons on Halloween night, but... Isn't tonight the night that they're all free to roam? It's like, you know, right, like, yeah. all right, we get it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I guess in the 80s, people had to have shit explained to them. <laughs> Maybe the moviegoers yeah, back then, they weren't so bright. I don't know. At least they were indirectly explaining it to us and not just, like, blatantly putting it right there yeah, and this, in our faces. this movie was great because it spawned two sequels. Mm-hmm. The next sequel was with Cross Kicker. Yeah, Cross And then Kicker. after that, we had, shut the fuck up, Nick! Nick, Nick was getting shit the whole third movie I love it. it was great i i think the whole series like the whole like every single night of the demons movie is like somewhat goady to me like, yeah i agree the third one was was dope but it was more like it was just like this one though that's what i liked mm-hmm. it was a lot similar to the first one yeah the second one was kind of like oh look they're at college they summoned the demon mm-hmm. the third one it's like oh great we're back at the house like you know yeah yeah and i think that's i think that's where it, i think people would get got bored after a while you know like mm-hmm. Two sequels is enough. One at a college campus. Yeah, Ano- agree, another yeah. one where uh, we're back to the house, and then mm-hmm. where can you go from there? And oh, remake. But yeah. uh, definitely, Night of the Demons it was one of my like favorite movies to rent from the video store. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, t- I fucking love this movie. I don't know what else to say besides like, this is mm-hmm. this is one of my when I have nothing to watch, I'll even pull it. It's even on popcorn flicks. You can yeah. pull it up and just watch it. I used to fucking go to FYEs and shit, Suncoast DVD stores looking for this shit, and mm-hmm. I couldn't find it. Now everything's so easily accessible because, like, yeah. the 1980s are coming back. Like, people are mm-hmm. having, like, true admiration for, like, the golden age of horror as they should. Mm-hmm. That's why I appreciate all these, like, uh, uh, movie distribution companies and stuff, like Scream Factory and uh, Arrow and stuff like that, because they're helping bring all these nostalgic, older, like, horror films and a lot of lesser-known stuff to the forefront because they're just constantly releasing blu-rays of them you know yeah and uh, a lot of these movies probably didn't even have like a vhs or like a dvd release or it was just you know not super widely available so i don't know i just felt like giving them some attribution too because yeah. i feel like it's you know pretty warranted but yeah i mean uh, i think you pretty much hit all the right points on night of the demons um i don't really have that much more to say about it either i mean i loved it the first time i watched it because i loved the creature makeup yes i loved like just the fucking weirdness of the movie in general like you didn't really know where it was going sometimes but it still was a concise story you know yeah i liked it i mean it was simple it was just hey look we're we're teenagers right and we're gonna go do Mm -hmm. something and then something goes wrong that's how real life happens it's not like well, they walked into an abandoned house, and in the abandoned house, there mm. was a serial killer who was abused as a child. <laughs> right, he was yeah. abused while he was tied to his chair. It's like, shut the fuck up. You find, like, pictures in the basement and stuff, and you're like, oh, my God, now everything makes sense. Right? You know, but like this movie was just like, hey, uh, this is just, you're just unlucky. Yeah, so there's demons now. <laughs> you basically get what you ask for. I think that's what this movie was telling oh, you. Yeah. Like, like, don't fuck around. Like, that's the main, yeah. <laughs> you know how, like, uh, the descent, the main, the main, like, point of that whole movie mm. was, like, stay out of caves? 
yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. This, this this one's like don't fuck around like this basically yeah. that's that's the basis of this movie you never know so don't fuck around yeah but then again it was the 1980s it was a great time you're lucky that you fucked around and died in the 80s horror movie yeah. characters i mean everybody was everybody was like well, not everybody but like teenagers and kids were like rebelling in the 80s and shit so these movies were probably like a warning like hey relax yeah i think that's what a lot of these movies were for they're supposed to teach the younger kids a lesson because they say these movies are made for adults no they're not these movies are made Mm -hmm. for kids to sneak into the theater and watch these and then these directors purposely make the lesson for younger people knowing that they're gonna watch this movie you know Mm. i think it's fucking genius i think so too but i think that pretty much puts a cap on uh what we have to say for nine of the demons this is a true classic it's been around for a while it's highly revered you can find it on popcorn flicks or tubi tv Mm -hmm. and it's free free so go check it out if you haven't already or if you just want to do it again halloween's coming up it is and we're all in the fucking spirit and Mm -hmm. you fucking better be too yeah (laughs) speaking of which i think the first real big release in theaters is the movie we're going to talk about right now which is the nun hi this is chris and this is Roger. And if you like Tigers baseball, Major League Baseball, Minor League Baseball, analytics, pop culture references, movies, sports, food, check us out. Look for Tigers SRD on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. Do you love pop culture? Discussions about pop culture? Ranking and rating treasured pieces of that shared culture against each other? I, j- I mean, I do think Flea's a good bass player. He does what he does very well. And like I said, he's he's a he's like a rock star, you know. He's eccentric. What is so funny? What I just didn't like? know he talked so long about Flea. I, d- I didn't know anybody I had so many just, feelings. I do. So many I feelings. I got feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Music, movies, television, food, sports, pro wrestling. We are the determination of what is over or underrated across all fields of greater cultural consumption. Subscribe and review on Apple Podcasts and Podbean, or visit us at sportsradiodetroit.com. Over under fair. Your final word in pop culture relevance. So we just saw this over the weekend, as many of you did. And uh, this has been highly anticipated. Mm-hmm. I remember like a year ago, uh, it was roughly a year ago when they showed like a little teaser for this shit. Yeah. They had like a little clip and they're like, and I was reading an article from like 20, 2017 about this, like l- well over a year ago. They're like, apparently we're going to learn more about the nun. And yeah. honestly, that's not what this movie's about. Yeah. Not, this wasn't, not really. this wasn't really like. This wasn't a backstory to Valak, unfortunately. Yeah, which is what everybody thought it was gonna be. Yeah. So it's kind of it's kind of weird that they took it in that direction, because literally it's just it's about a um, an abbey in what was it Romania, I think. Yeah. Where all the nuns, well, n- not all the nuns, but a nun hung herself, mm-hmm. and then they find out that more nuns have died at the abbey and. They think that there's some kind of religious supernatural connection, so they send a priest, and um, I don't know Soon what the official title is. Yeah, and Frenchie. Yeah, and fr- and Frenchie. And does he sound familiar? You'll find out who he is. Yeah, so uh, those three end up going into this abbey to investigate whatever's happened, and they eventually find out that there's a demonic force in in effect, but. The, yeah, the thing is that, you know, like, we know it's Valak, but it doesn't actually seem like an origin story because it's kind of just happening. Act- well, they do kind of, uh, you know, kind explain of, what happened. Well, they kind of briefly show Valak the Defiler, and then, like, yeah. well, there's used that to whole, write like, books. There's <laughs> that whole, like, ritual flashback thing a little later on in the movie that explains how they summoned Valak, but that's not like a Valak origin story necessarily, you know, like there could have been other times when Valak like roamed the earth. Oh yeah. There there definitely was like, yeah, he wasn't written about until like, uh, the Goetia, the lesser key of Solomon Mm -hmm. was written. And that was, that was a minute ago. So yeah, he's, uh, he's been around for a while. You know, I thought, Mm -hmm. I, I, I didn't think, but people thought is what I meant. People thought like they were just going to be like, Valak was sent by, you know, Beelzebub for but it's like, nah, it's he's here and we're gonna explain like mm-hmm. the first instance that has to do with the conjuring series the first time he interacted Basically. with those characters from that timeline i mean i don't really think that he did though well kind of i mean what happened in a in a way was related to the warrens mm-hmm. and it ties back into actually the first conjuring film 
Um, but that's really the only connection. So I guess I get it. But yeah, it's not really like an origin story of the nun character or Valak, you know? Yeah, so, it was just like the first time he interacted with people from the Conjuring universe, basically. Yeah, basically, that's it. So it was kind of strange. But that said, um, I really liked the setting a lot. I like that they kept it mostly inside of the abbey it was like super dark and gothic and it's just like brick walls with torches and shit like that like the actual architecture of the setting was phenomenal i really i don't know why people bitch about this movie at all because i really like the setting i like that fucking mm-hmm. dark you yeah, know like musty creepy like tunnels and shit yeah castle looking mm-hmm not exactly dark ages but soon after time you know right, like yeah, basically we were still we were still not progressed well back then socially mm-hmm. nor technologically it was yeah it was a much simpler time it looked like it was horrific to live in that era uh, yeah i agree like you didn't really have that many like you know sanitary conditions or like bathing or anything but this was like based in the 50s or something so the 50s yeah. Yeah, the nun was based in like the fifties like or something. Nineteen fifty, I believe so. Yeah, because it, one of the characters ended up being in that video. Remember with the Warrens? Oh yeah. So it can't have been. I mean, unless the demon made it immortal or something, but I don't know. Right, that would have been fucking crazy. I, yeah. I want to look. At, I want to look up the date that the nun was supposed to take place. Yeah, they showed it at the beginning of the film, and I thought I saw like something fifty, but I wasn't like completely paying attention, so I don't know. But I don't know, man. I don't think people in the fifties were walking around and flight like that maybe i maybe. guess in europe that makes sense. oh yeah so that it's like romania romania yeah, or you're something right, you're like right. they don't have access to yeah so definitely yeah that's definitely <laughs> accurate but uh no, i don't know i thought right. it was like a I, I like that it was like an adventure movie like it was yeah. just unraveling as it was going mm-hmm. it wasn't even a slow burn like shit always happened yeah there was a lot of stuff happening all the time even like even the scenes where like a demon wasn't present or like the nun wasn't present like there was something happening and it was building suspense you know whether it was just them like walking around with like the creepy music and with a lantern and like you never know what's going to happen and there was always something like that going on and i wouldn't say like like it had bad jump scares Mm. but like you could see them coming you know yeah they were kind of predictable they were kind of predictable uh it seemed like it was uh honestly the pacing was great i don't know like yeah i don't know about you but i thought the pacing was good i felt that way i really didn't like the score uh especially the part where Invalic would come in and mm-hmm. be like I started laughing I don't know if you noticed but it was like da 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 <laughs> it was like da 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 over and over and that just means yes in my language oh, so yeah. <laughs> it was da da it looked like it, it seemed like it was like South Park imitating some, like some demonic shit yeah. you know like I thought the, I thought it was laughable honestly yeah I, I wasn't really paying that much attention to the score honestly but um, I mean what really drove it home for me was the atmosphere but then I also, I was I, I kind of liked the the camera work. I mean, it was nothing like super special, but the cinematography overall yeah, was, it was, was good. It was pretty know? good. Just for like, here's my fault is one. What mm-hmm. the hell is the purpose of this movie? That's my first question. You yeah, know? I don't really get it either. Two, okay, that the ending was kind of meh. Like, mm-hmm. didn't really make too much sense to me because I'm not gonna say anything spoilers but i didn't like the ending mm-hmm. uh didn't care much at all for the characters i, agree, I thought yeah. i thought frenchy was cool i didn't yeah. care if anything happened to him uh i don't know i didn't really like him that much yeah i mean kind of like i got that he was supposed to be like charming but i feel like they tried to interject like a little too much like stupid humor into it like that very last scene that we see him in where he uh faces down the force right like i don't want to spoil too much but he basically has like a punchline, and i i thought that was stupid and they just tried to do that too many times during the movie you know that was like that was my only real gripe with like the writing of the characters and i only cared about sister irene because she's really cute and that was it yeah of taisa farmiga yeah Yeah. i mean yeah that was that was pretty much it for me too i didn't really feel like her character was i found out that's vera farmiga's sister actually oh is it her sister that's right that's right that's right for some reason, I thought it was her daughter. I don't I know like, why. I was like, they look way too similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're sisters. I forgot. They look exactly alike. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I mean, she was an okay character, but she didn't really serve that much of a purpose, and she wasn't that interesting. Neither was the priest, honestly. Yeah, like he that, was, he was annoying to me. That actor was okay, but like I don't know why his his accent. 
it feels fake even though i think that that's how he really talks yeah i know what you mean yeah but it feels like is he really like putting that on or is that like his real accent like i'm not sure could just be too much acting like yeah like he's he's kind of forcing it a little maybe yeah. i don't know but i didn't i didn't like his character anyway yeah, even though that was distracting i didn't i didn't care much for honestly any of them i didn't care what happened to them i was rooting yeah. i was rooting for valak yeah honestly i mean i, I kind of wish that we just saw valak more um but overall i liked the movie i thought it was atmospheric um i thought that the the camera work was pretty good and I, the mo- thing i like most about it i think was just that it felt like um a good journey you know and I think that's been missing in, in horror a lot. And this is like one of my big topics that I'm like kind of passionate about is like older movies, especially something like Dracula, right? That feels like a journey from like start to finish. Exactly. Yeah. You know, but it has a lot of like terrifying moments too. And I, I think that those movies kind of opposite from, you know, the ones where it's like, it's just in a house, like Night of the Demons, like those isolated ones. You know, I think that that's like a whole other like great part of horror is when yeah it's it's scary and it's atmospheric and everything but it also feels like you're moving from point a to point b and it makes sense you know and it it feels complete you know exactly that's what i thought about this especially with like the pacing being uh so well done you know i just felt like it was a good like adventure movie on top of being like a supernatural horror yeah i could have done even without even without the jump scares the atmosphere Mm -hmm. of the movie was like i don't know basically (laughs) this is one of those movies if you pop it into your DVD player mm-hmm. and you're in your room, you turn off the lights, you got some food with you. Yeah. Like, it's a, it's going to be fun, but it's one of those dark dark movies, mm-hmm. like Woman in Black. Like Yeah, exactly. It's that, it's that type of movie, and it's... Mm-hmm. I, th- I think it was done well. I just don't... I, I just felt like there was, like, a lack of substance behind, like... Yeah. Like, really anything. <laughs> yeah, like, why is it... Why are you telling us this? Yeah, it didn't really make a whole lot of sense, honestly, because even knowing what happened i feel like they could have completely done without it because they were the whole movie was basically just a lead up to that like final final scene with the warrens yeah that relates back to the first con yeah and i mean i was kind of curious about it but i feel like i understood everything that happened they were just trying to make this like weird connection between all the the conjuring movies and the nun and stuff and yeah i don't know i just yeah, it felt kind of out of place to me. I would have rather just seen like The Conjuring Three, honestly. Yeah, I would have. Uh, now we gotta wait probably another two year, two, three, four years before another Conjuring. Actually, next year. No. Yes, there was a, another article about it. I didn't mention it because it's like super up in the air right now. But there's talks of filming starting for The Conjuring Three next year. Okay, that I'll go see. Yeah, I have more hope for like. <laughs> If there was another Annabelle rather than another Conjuring. Yeah. Because honestly, Annabelle Creation to me was better than Conjuring 2. Yeah, they were both they were both they were both good, but Annabelle Creation was better than like Mm -hmm. it was the second best in like the whole the whole universe, I I would say. Better than the nun, better than Annabelle and Conjuring Mm -hmm. 2. Like so we Conjuring One, Annabelle Creation, Conjuring Two, Annabelle, and then the Nun. Really? You think the Nun is the worst one? Out of out of this, yeah, yeah. Even over Annabelle? I think The Nun is better than Annabelle. You think so? Yeah. I don't know. I probably have to... I didn't like Annabelle at all, honestly. Like, at all? I barely paid attention to it. I, I watched... But I liked The Nun, you know? I watched it through, and, like, Annabelle was, like... Yeah. I'll, you know, know what? I'll give we, it to we, The Nun. Switch places. We, we talked about it last week. It, it's just It was just missing, like, a lot, you yeah. know? Yeah. To make it actually watchable, in my it opinion. It was really boring. Exactly, that, yeah. That was the flaw. Like, sure, there was, like... You know, it was great character development, great score, uh, cinematography. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, there was no real focus. Like, there wasn't any big panning shots that they had to do. Yeah. Like, they weren't driving to, like, the mountains or anything. It was just, look, mm-hmm. we're in a house. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, like, there was nothing really great about it. It was, I mean, Annabelle wasn't bad, but it was very, very fucking average. Yeah, I agree. Like, super fucking average. Yeah, I think The Nun, as an actual, like, enjoyable watch, like, I'll probably watch it again, you know, on one of those dark nights. Yeah, if it's fucking the lights off storming outside, yeah. you just pull your curtains back so you can see the thunder mm-hmm. and the rain and just fucking chill, man. Yeah, but I, I won't do the same with Annabelle. I, I think, think so. yeah, I think the nun has uh that's an al- also another thing. I don't know why people didn't like it. I think it has rewatch value for me. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, even just like with the setting and the atmosphere alone, like that's something I'll turn on like any day of the week. You know? Yeah, I wasn't scared at any point, but I was just like. Yeah. I was more admiring the camera work. Like, the whole movie, I'm just like... Yeah, yeah, the camera work. That was great. Like, that w- 
I think that's this one stood out more than any of the under, other Conjuring movies as far as cinematography. Oh yeah, it was completely different. Like you could you could see like the it was just a whole different movie. I don't know yeah. like why it's in the same universe, but like they did something completely different for the nun. I think if it had more substance and reason, it mm-hmm. would have been a lot better film. I think if if the actual character of the nun was made less like jump scary, like let me show you all my teeth in CGI, you know, yeah, and it was more like subtle like creeping terror like in the conjuring 2 that painting scene and like all those scenes those were all good like the nun had too many like upfront jump scares for me you know i think if it was if it came out the blue like they're just like all right well now we're gonna like it just popped out (laughs) of nowhere and you're like oh shit like you don't see it coming at all like those are the ones that scare the fuck out of you not the ones Mm -hmm. that you you see like the way the camera's panning slowly and then your ankles lock and you're yeah. waiting for the jump after like 10 seconds then you finally get scared mm-hmm. or like they're like Nyeh. and the music stops and you think nothing's gonna happen so you get relaxed and then the jump scare comes mm-hmm. like yeah there's <sighs> there's effective ways of doing it and i don't really think they did it in this movie unfortunately but now this movie they should have focused more on atmosphere yeah. i think and on the the nun the actual antagonist of the yeah. movie I, yeah that's what was really missing for me we didn't see enough of her I think total yeah. sc- total mo- total screen time we saw about two minutes. Yeah, she wasn't definitely not like she didn't feel like the antagonist really to me, you no. know, at all. So and she was clearly supposed to be, or it was supposed to be. So yeah, that was one of my gripes with it. But overall, I found it to be a pretty fun movie. I gave it a three out of five. So I yeah. recommend that you do go see it if you're still on the fence about it. But yeah, it doesn't n- touch you know the realm of like. The Conjuring 2 or The Conjuring in, in terms of, you know, good or not. Yeah, I, I also gave it a 3 out of 5. I thought it was... Yeah. And, okay, I guess this is curved. That's that's about a... We'll say that's a C. I'm sure. Yeah. Instead of a D because <laughs> D's harsh. Yeah, and that's I, I don't not think even it's accurate. D. Yeah. I'd give it a... a just, just C, not C+, plus, C-. Minus. Mm-hmm. I give this movie... With my curve... It's a C. I might give it a C plus, but yeah. So we're pretty pretty average there for the movie, and that's really what it was. It wasn't anything like super special, but it was an enjoyable flick. Um, the setting and the camera work and everything was was very cool. And you know, I mean, if you're in just the mood for some predictable cheap jump scares, then it's a lot better than your other options. If I were you guys, I would wait until it comes out because mm-hmm. it's probably going to be on Tubi or Voodoo or. Even popcorn flicks, I would say, in about, like, a year. I mean, yeah, if you can get some cheap seats or something, then I say go see it, but... Go see it on, like, a Tuesday yeah. in about a week and a half. Yeah. That's a good That's a good day to it's do like it. It's, like, $4. Yeah. Yeah, they're really... I mean, tickets are usually a lot cheaper during the week. Yeah. So... Especially before 4 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's that's our recommendation. Uh, so, yeah, go check out The Nun if you're interested in it. Uh, if you hate it, then let us know why. We'll happily discuss it with you. But right now, we're going to move on to our final segment of the episode, The Chopping Block. Ah! Alright, and this is a bit of an older film, but it just came to Netflix, and it's called Shudder. First of all, fuck Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I don't get Fucking, that score. Not the website, but the review reviews. 56%, really? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't really agree with that, but... I mean, whatever. People were probably just comparing it to Juan and and Ringu too much. And it, it was probably worse than those movies. But I don't know if that deserves, like, a rotten score. You know, because overall, I thought that the movie was good. I was going to say, I, I understand if, like, sure, every movie has its little, you know, plot holes and stuff mm-hmm. that you can nitpick at. But, like, I don't know why people act like this movie wasn't enjoyable. Yeah, the score was fucking like right off the bat. You the get you get awesome. hit with that great fucking score. Mm-hmm. The cinematography made like the the lead up, like it made it more suspenseful. I think the cinematography mm-hmm. added to cinematography added to a lot of the suspense, mm-hmm. in com- combination with the score and like you and the, like like this movie had really good character development. Yeah, I thought so, so like you you kind of felt shitty when something would happen to them, but at the same time you're like, hey, you know. You fucked up. Like, yeah. <laughs> you fucked up. Like, right at the start, you listen to that fucker. Go, go. Yeah. So, that's your fault. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, like, a lot of movies... Is that too harsh? <laughs> well, I was just going to say, like, unfortunately, I don't think a lot of horror movies especially try to paint, like, their characters as, like, very human. I don't know. Like, a lot of them, like, 
you may enjoy the characters, but they still feel like movie characters. But I feel like this movie, yeah, it was very people. real, yeah. Because like you usually get like the douchebag, the virgin. Now these were just two mm-hmm. fucking people. They were dicking around at the beginning at like that dinner. You know, they're having fun or mm-hmm. whatever the fuck. And then all of a sudden, snap! Life turns one fucking eighty. Like, yeah. And it can because like these people. That's the problem. Usually the like survivors and the main characters of these like horror movies are like perfect people. Yeah. This is like, yo. This is this is like yo. We fucked up. Like th- these yeah. are these are like and these weren't like all time fuck ups. These were just like, li- literally mis- a mistake happened and it cost the fucking life. You know. So yeah. like, so like it's that type of fuck up. It's nothing you can do about it, but something like that that's gonna fucking haunt them forever you know pun intended like yeah i mean the main character could have done something about it but they they made a choice i mean so you can say they probably deserve to die but but yeah i mean the, the story basically revolves around uh a young girl who somehow dies and yeah, I don't want to spoil anything. So yeah, I don't like, really want to spoil it, anything. It's right on Netflix, so... Yeah, but basically, like, years later, uh, an incident happens one night, and it starts haunting this couple, and they eventually realize that it's connected to people that they know, but it's just a very well-done well, well done film. It's a Thai movie, and, I don't know, Asian horror from, like, you know, the early 2000s was just it's phenomenal. F- it's just so fucking yeah. good. Like from like for everyone like for me I started with Juan I never knew about Shutter I I found out about the Japanese one after the American one got released same thing okay yeah like same same way I found out about uh, Juan was from the Grudge yeah and then I went to FYE saw Juan and I was like what and then I saw Ringu and like I, I didn't know like these were originally Japanese horror but that would explain like the Asian looking yeah. ghosts and stuff but I, uh as far as this one being better than the remake uh. From what I've seen from this, I don't think the remake can like really probably hold a candle to it because because this one was like I don't think I don't think the remake can capture like the atmosphere of this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this was very unsettling. Like really, very disturbing, fucking unsettling. It's up there with like Noroi. Like it's yeah, I would say so. Like in terms of like, it just gives you like like you feel your heart beat in your palm. You know what I'm saying? That's how I felt watching it. I don't know. It was just the thing that I thought helped in that matter was just that like every scene was suspenseful in some way yeah. you know like whether it was them trying to like figure stuff out or if it was just somebody walking yeah you know I it had, was suspenseful i had to watch south park to cool down after watching this because <laughs> yeah. i did have a dream about this shit uh, and honestly like the the ghost scenes were really well yeah, done they, like, were they very weren't well done they weren't jump scares but they were just like slow like you remember that scene in the in the um like the photography studio yep yep that was that was that was fire that was fucking it was so like the way that they showed the ghost i don't know i thought they were all like really innovative like ways of showing the ghost yeah and the ghost was honestly like super creepy and i think that like the cinematography and the score obviously helped in that but i thought the actress was great too yeah and uh the the makeup i thought was really good so like that's how it should be for me it was like i didn't want anything to happen to them but at the same time, I was like, you know, in horror movies, like karma is mm-hmm. a real thing. Like in, oh, yeah. in like in like the in like the horror universe. Like, mm-hmm. so I mean, you always reap what you sow. Like, no horror movie's been like, oh, I ran over someone. Yeah. Uh, time to live the rest of my life and nothing happens. Right. Like, yeah. Th- I mean, there was a lot of like moral ambiguity in this movie. Uh huh. You know, and that's that's really what it was all about. You know, it's like making the right decisions or, or like saving your own ass i think it was like that i think it was feeling helpless like that but like these they were like helpless in kind of like a selfish way yeah i don't think it was like i don't think it was the guilt of like what they did that was bothering them i think it was like the guilt of just being guilty honestly like yeah because they were like how are we gonna live with this not what have we done you know what i'm saying yeah it's basically just like okay why is this happening to us i don't deserve this even though i'm a shitty person exactly so yeah i don't know but i i did think that the writing was well done the character development was good the whole movie just had like a lot of messages and it really had a lot of like pretty disturbing parts to it especially the ending which was phenomenal yeah it had great imagery that's what i really yeah, liked yeah. about this film like film like the asian horror i don't think people understand like the great imagery that they have like they don't have to have like spectacular even cinematography or like 
anything like that but like the imagery in there is like always like it fucks with you yeah because it's not something simple it's always like a baby with half a head or something and it's just like <laughs> yeah. crawling towards them. yeah um i thought visually it was it was phenomenal and yeah i mean it, all the shots were like deliberate you know and they all felt like important so yeah there was I, like no filler in this fucking movie exactly like, yeah there's like those like scenes in a lot of movies where nothing has purpose mm-hmm. it's just like hey here's part of the regular day yeah so i thought structurally it was very well composed um you know the actual scary parts i felt were actually pretty scary like i, I don't know i i felt it a little bit you know i mean i did shit I was there. Like, yeah, like yeah, imagery cool. over jump scares any day oh definitely yeah it was just it was very creepy very suspenseful so uh this one is not chopped for me i think you should go check it out it's on netflix right now i agree go check it out not chopped never chopped rewatchable yeah for sure and fun for the whole family make sure you bring your five to seven year olds to watch it as well yes yeah this movie is rated pg actually yes in some some countries like russia it's rated g (laughs) yeah because in russia they don't care about anything russia don't give a fuck they got enough vodka to wash it all away (laughs) but uh yeah i so i think that's pretty much going to do it for the chopping block as well as this episode but before we go we wanted to tell you guys about just a few new developments. The first is that uh, you can now not only find us on social media, where we're available under Grave Discussions, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, but now we're also going to have our very own feeds on all of the uh, streaming platforms that you might be used to with us. So we've got Podbean, uh, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, and iTunes. So instead of being able to search up Sports Radio Detroit, you can just search Grave Discussions, and we're going to be right there. But you better check out Sports Radio Detroit anyway. Of course. Don't you dare click on us without clicking on them. Yeah, you have to go check them out, listen to our stuff on there, and they also have a lot of other great shows. And If you uh, like MMA, football, yeah, we're... we're Sports Radio Detroit is for you, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just have, fucking just listen. They have sports everything, even just apart from like all the local stuff. So yeah, right. they're phenomenal. But go check out our stuff too, and go check out our website. Uh, I just recently updated it, so there's a brand new article with a cool movie review, and then our latest uh, episode prior to this one, number twenty six, is also up on there now. So thank you for tuning in, and I think that's gonna wrap it up here for episode twenty seven. Yes, it is. And make sure you tune in next week on the greatest horror podcast ever. Grave discussion. <laughs> This has been an SRD production.